How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we have our week three installment of Fan Mail Friday, and we will be answering your guys' questions prior to the Bears' week three matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. Before I get into this one, I would like to say you guys have been absolutely killing the support recently on all platforms. So whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or you're on YouTube right now, do us a favor and subscribe. We're nearing 200 subscribers on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also pushing hard for 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. And finally, if you are on YouTube, do us a favor, drop a like on this video. It helps us out a lot. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today, to answer your guys' questions, I am joined with my co-hosts, Parshaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, fellas? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I just got a new mic. Um, it's got like an arm sounds good. and everything. Uh, hopefully it sounds good. Uh, we're just upping the production for you guys. You know, you guys have been supporting us and we want to up the game, you know, get some more professional. So this is this is just the start of it. Yeah, same here. A uh, couple days away from the third week of the season, which is crazy to me. Uh, but let's talk some Bears football. Let's get right into it. We've got a lot of questions to answer today, a lot from the YouTube community tab, also uh, a lot from Instagram, obviously. So let's hop right into it. This first question is from Life is Hard on the YouTube community tab. Uh, Life can be hard being a Bears fan sometimes, so I don't blame you. (laughs) And he asks, do you think this team midseason will find their offensive identity? Uh, You know what? I think with Matt Nagy, it's hard to find an identity because most of the time, uh, in my opinion, he tries to throw the ball a lot, and it doesn't always work out. I would love to see the Bears rush the ball more and be able to implement the run into the game. Uh, they've been able to do it at least through these first two weeks uh, decently well, but you know what? I think uh, identifying some sorts of offensive identity can be pretty tough, but I would hope by midseason they have it figured out. Uh, so I guess my answer to that question would be, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's much more for you guys to add, Parth and Jalen, but if any of you want to add anything, what do you think? Uh, will the Bears find some sort of identity uh, midseason? I feel like we will. Uh, I think the Bears' offense has shown us that it can be able to do great things so far this year. You know, Back in 2018, we did find our identity, even though it was for like a shortened amount of time I feel like there was a point in the season where it felt like the Bears offense could put up consistent points and in 2019 there was no identity and uh, we basically have seen the Bears have identity in a couple quarters so far so far um, I mean fourth quarter of Detroit we saw the Bears offense explode and in the first half against the Giants game we saw the Bears offense look great as well so if the Bears can string a couple games together I think the identity can come uh, I think we just need to pound the rock more I feel like as long as we pound the rock the identity will come to itself, the play actions will work, and Trubisky can hopefully elevate his game, and he has been so far. The first two games, I think he's looked great, and he's only going to get better in my opinion. Yeah, pounding the rock is going to be really important. So let's hop into another question from Instagram. This one comes from Parse Paul uh, from Adam underscore Awadwa05. He asks, guys, should we give Cohen Patterson the ball more and keep feeding David Montgomery? Jalen, we skipped you on the last question, so I want to start this one off with you. Do you think the Bears should keep pounding the rock and maybe even become run-dependent in Week 3 against an Atlanta defense that's allowed 39 points per game? You kind of hurt my feelings by skipping me, but uh, the answer to that question, yes, definitely, because that's obviously what's working for us. Um, we haven't seen a, a real reliable run game that we use consistently under Nagy. 
So um, especially for David, David is doing very well. Um, we're feeding him the ball a lot. Um, he had a good second half after coming uh, off that scary neck injury. And then Tariq and uh, Cordero are, are, you know, great change of pace backs. So, um, yeah, definitely. We should definitely keep, you know, continue to pound the rock and use play action for Trubisky. Um, that's obviously was working and uh, no, no need to uh, shy away from it. Yeah, uh, no kidding. I think you got to keep pounding the rock. David Montgomery with 82 rushing yards in week two, also 64 uh, in week one. I think you got to keep handing him the rock. Uh, he's on pace for over 1,200 rushing yards. So keep giving him the rock. Good things will happen as long as this interior offensive line continues to do well. Heading into another question now for my Instagram. I'm going to ask this one to you first, Parth. This is from Philip underscore Roz. He asks, is Danny Trevathan starting to become a problem? It seems like Hawkinson and Engram tore us up. And you know what? Uh, before I do pass it to Barth, I got to agree with you, Philip. I think Danny Trevathan is becoming quite the problem. Uh, and we saw him get a Veterans Day rest a few days ago. Uh, you know, he doesn't have an injury to be able to explain his bad play. Uh, I got to be honest, and it may be me overreacting because we've only played for two weeks, but he has looked slow. I mean, you take a week, uh, look at week one when TJ Hawkinson and also guys out of the backfield like DeAndre Swift were burning him uh, on the DeAndre Swift pass that could have won the game. That was Trevathan's cover. But, yeah, Hawkinson had 56 yards in week one on five catches. Also, you look at week two, Evan Engram is a player who heated up in the second half and ended up having six receptions for 65 yards. So not the greatest start of the season for Trevathan. I do think we have a, enough of a good supporting cast to be able to not worry about it, but it has become an issue, especially in the late game when teams attack him because obviously Jalen Johnson's been playing well. We thought he was going to get attacked a ton early on, but Danny Trevathan has been picked on a lot and teams have had success with it. And you can look for Atlanta to do the same thing with guys like Todd Gurley and Hayden Hurst. But Park, do you think Trevathan's becoming a problem thus far? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you here. Uh, you know, when the Bears decided to sign Trevathan over guys like Kevin Pierre-Lewis or... Nick Kwiatkowski, I was a little, a little concerned, but you know, I always like to trust Pace's judgments. But this is one that I did not agree with Pace on. Uh, I still don't, and I don't think I will. Kevin Pierre Lewis, in my opinion, was actually the best option out of all three. We saw him come into games last year, play the starting role, and play really well. And uh, he's playing really well here in Washington right now. He's currently on the, I was about to say the Redskins. Uh, he was on the Washington football team. Um, and this week, in week two, he received the third highest grade of all defenders by PFF, a grade of 91.3, just under TJ Watt and Shelby Harris. So, I mean, Kevin Pierre-Lewis is out here balling in Washington, and we're struggling out here with Danny Trevathan, and uh, it's it's starting to become a problem. Uh, if we start facing teams with better running backs, guys who can catch the ball out of the backfield, this Bears team can definitely give up some big yardage. Um uh, it's a concern. Am I fully concerned yet? Uh, no, I think he can pick it up. Hopefully he does, or else we're going to have to start looking other ways, and guys like Josh Woods or Iggy will have to step it up. Yeah, uh, you know, another question that's important is, and Jalen, I'm going to ask this one to you. This one comes from Corky.Romano. We know Trubisky's going to have to have a big game if the Bears want to take down the Falcons. We've seen Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson both be able to put up five touchdowns on offense against this team. So, Jalen, I want to start with you on this one. Do you think that Trubisky can pick apart that awful Falcons defense? They're ranked 32 in overall defense in the league. They're also going to be missing. Looks like, at least uh, based on who hasn't participated in practice, that they could be missing guys like Tack McKinley, Dante Fowler, 
uh, by the way, when we're recording this, the Falcons injury report literally just came out 30 seconds ago. Uh, they look like they might be missing Dante Fowler, Ricardo Allen, uh, Julio Jones also didn't practice, but he's on the offensive side. So Jalen, it looks like a defense that already has had trouble with all their starters at stopping quarterbacks is going to be missing some important pieces. So do you think Trubisky will be able to get the job done this weekend and put up enough points on offense? No, so for you know the last two teams that Atlanta Falcons have played, both of their quarterbacks have uh, both put up four touchdowns, um, and been named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Yeah, and Elon gets to say that, but yeah, uh, they both put up four <laughs> touchdowns. Dak uh, had three running and one uh, passing, and then uh, Russell Wilson had four touchdowns, you know, throwing. So if we can be able to pick apart this defense, um, this is going to be a huge, a huge confidence booster for Mitchell. Um, the last couple games, people are still getting on him. In my opinion, you know, I know we kind of disagree when we went after the game that he had a very solid game. Um, those two interceptions were not on him, and then the first game, people say he didn't play good the first three quarters until you know, till the fourth where we start coming back. So, if uh, if Mitchell can put up points consistently all four quarters, and uh, you know, be named uh, NFC NFC uh, Offensive Player of the Week, um, that's gonna help this offense, you know, massively. Parf Parf keeps saying that he uh, this, he feels like this is the 2018. Uh, Bucks game where Mitchell obviously put up six touchdowns and um and stuff like that. So um, I definitely feel like he can pick apart this defense. You know, you named a, a bunch of their secondary uh, might not play as, as well as their pass rushers. And then Isaiah Oliver, who plays on the outside, is uh, top five in yards given up um, two weeks through the season with um, almost 200 yards or something like that. So uh, if Mitchell can, you know, uh, get the ball accuracy, accurately to his receivers like Anthony Miller, Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, and uh, some, his tight ends as well. This should be a big day for us on offense. 100%. I'm going to have to agree with you there. The Bears are going to have to look to attack uh, Isaiah Oliver, someone who our guest yesterday, Malik Brown, said was going to be very important if the Bears can pick him apart. It's going to need to be a big day uh, for Anthony Miller as well as Allen Robinson, who's on a rookie, and A.J. Terrell, who has performed well lately, and Allen Robinson definitely needs a bounce-back game. There are so many questions, and it's probably the most asked questions in our forum right now, talking about Julio Jones and reckoning whether he'll play. Well, look, uh, he hasn't practiced Thursday or Friday or uh, Wednesday or Thursday. It seems like the best he could be on Friday is limited in practice. I don't know if it would be possible for him, who has a hamstring injury that got worse, to be full on Friday after two days of not practicing at all. I think it looks like he's not going to play in this game, but I say it every week. Friday's injury report's going to tell us whatever we need to know. So moving on from that question, Parth, I'm going to bring it back to you for this next one. A lot of people want to see Riley Ridley play against Calvin Ridley, and I'm not going to pick anyone specifically because I also got this question a lot, at least in my questionnaire slash forum that I had. So obviously Riley Ridley has been a healthy scratch throughout two weeks. You know, personally, I don't think he plays. I don't know why anything would change unless the Bears game plan it different. I mean, we did see Ted Ginn get a healthy scratch last week based on the game plan uh, per Matt Nagy. But do you think there's any chance Riley Ridley plays this weekend? I mean, it's tough. There's a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the ball, especially the wide receiver position. You know, we got Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, Darnell Mooney, Javon Wims, the four guys that will, I guess, never be healthy scratches unless if something really bad happens. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't see Riley Ridley playing this week. I would love to see Riley Ridley play. You know, I'm someone who's really high on Ridley. Um, ever since he got drafted, I've loved watching him at Georgia. Uh, I thought he's one of the one of the best route runners coming into the draft in a recent history. So seeing Ridley play against his brother, 
seeing Ridley play against his brother would be pretty dope, but I just don't see it happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we can game plan it some way, uh, I think Ridley should get opportunities. I mean, he did show us some some talent, I guess, in Week 17 against Minnesota last year, where he had a couple great catches, uh, one great catch on fourth and nine. Um, that saved the Bears from losing against a bunch of backups in Minneapolis in Week 17. So hopefully we get to see him somehow, somehow, sometime during the season. But I don't see it happening Week 3. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. Look, next question is going to be a very important one in regards to the Bears winning this game. We know how red-hot this Atlanta offense has been. We saw Matt Ryan in Week 1 throw for 450 passing yards with a passer rating of 98.5, also threw two touchdowns. Todd Gurley, even on the ground, got into the action 56 yards and a touchdown. Julio looks like he might be out of this game, but Calvin Ridley still, you can't underestimate him. Nine catches for 130 yards and two touchdowns in week one. And then the Atlanta offense did keep it up in week two. Their defense gave away that game. Uh, You know, we saw Matt Ryan throw for another 273 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, and his average passer rating is now over 100. Todd Gurley with another solid contribution. And Calvin Ridley yet again catching two more touchdowns on seven receptions for 109 yards. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it back to you. This question comes from Jack Wall 5 on my Instagram. Can our defense slow down this Falcons offense enough to win this game? Um, I feel like this is the best defense the Falcons have played. Um, you know, since the, obviously since the beginning of the season, we saw the Seahawks give up 30 points to Cam Newton in the Bel- in Belichick, and then uh, the Cowboys. Who did they play week one? They gave up a bunch of points to the to the Rams. Rams. So, yeah. Um, I definitely feel like this is probably the best defense they've played. Um, Calvin really, you know, kind of worries me because he's obviously being great, and I feel like that's you know partly because Julio's on the opposite side of him. Julio attracts a bunch of attention, and that gives Calvin really a lot of one-on-ones, and he's a great route runner. He's very fast. So, uh, you know, with a, with a clean route, he can beat all, He can beat any corner um, in a one-on-one situation. So um, I definitely feel like we can slow them down. Um, you know, hopefully we don't put a, a, a showing that we did in the first three quarters against the Lions because, um, you know, the field goals that we were giving the Lions would probably be touchdowns if it was the Falcons. So I definitely feel like we can stop them. We have to get pressure on Matt Ryan. We can't allow Todd Gurley to go off in the run game, which is something that we struggle with in week one as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, I do think this defense will be able to slow down Atlanta. Uh, you know, they are missing a lot of important pieces on offense too, or it looks like they will miss a lot of important pieces on offense. I mean, you look back at that injury report from Friday, uh, Julio Jones, Alex Mack, their center, who's so elusive and so great in run and pass block, uh, did not participate in practice. Also, Caleb McGarry, uh, someone who is probably going to miss a week. Uh, also, their backup tight end, Luke Stocker, missed. Uh, and then their starting left tackle as well, Jake Matthews, looks like he is going to play. Uh, he was limited today. He's probably going to need to be full tomorrow for that to be guaranteed. But I do think this Bears defense will be able to slow down Atlanta at least enough to win this game. You know, it helps that it's looking like they're going to be an injury riddled team. Obviously you don't wish injuries on anyone, but you know what? It might help that uh, they do have a couple of injuries. Look, if Julio doesn't play Parth, it looks like that Jalen Johnson is going to be covering Russell Gage, the 2018 sixth round pick uh, out of LSU. And it's going to be a big game. For Jalen Johnson, you know, we always we, we all thought he was going to cover Calvin Ridley, and he still might. I'm not ruling Julio out at all. He's a player that definitely wants to play. But we've seen Russell Gage come out 
so far pretty well. Uh, he's caught 15 balls for uh, 160 yards and also a touchdown, has caught most of the targets that have gone his way. So, Parth, it's going to be a big game for Jalen Johnson yet again, a player that's had four pass deflections, which is tied for fourth in the entire league. So, Parth, I want to ask you, and I forget who asked this question, I apologize, but do you think Jalen Johnson has another solid week uh, against the Falcons? I hope so. I mean, it's it's a tough matchup. Uh, either if Julio plays or not, he's still guarding, I, I'd say, an upcoming talented wide receiver. Uh, Russell Gage is having a phenomenal year so far with 160 yards, like you said. And he had 114 last week against the Seattle defense, which, in my, I mean, the year week before, week one, uh, which, which is a pretty good defense. Um, yes, they've struggled here and there, but to put up 114 yards in your in week one was impressive. Uh, I think Jalen Johnson has his work cut out for him again. I thought he'd have it cut out for him week one against a guy like Kenny Galladay. But I'd say Matt Ryan is a really good quarterback, and he can throw dots to any any guy, basically. So Jalen Johnson's definitely got to play well this week, and I think he will. He has shown us that he can play well. He is starting to become one of the top corners in the league quietly, um, quietly entering into the defensive rookie of the year conversation as well, uh, something to watch out for as Bears fans. I feel like we haven't had a rookie um, succeed so far in the last couple of years, like Jalen Johnson, it's going to be nice to get some recognition. And another thing is Ryan Pace has definitely hit on this draft. Um, and I'm getting a little off topic here, but guys like Mooney and Johnson and Cole Komet are going to be solid players or even great players for the bears in the future. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ryan Pace definitely has hit on this draft and we saw Jalen Johnson do a pretty good job last week, uh, against a combination of Sterling Shepard when he was healthy and in the game as well as Darius Slayton, but another tough task coming his way, whether it's going to be Ridley or Julio or Russell Gage. Next question comes from Reeves underscore Hildebrand 14. Uh, He asks, and this is a question that we're going to be keep, uh, that we're going to basically keep answering until uh, there is some consistency within the Bears games. But he asks, do you think that the offense can or will develop consistency and uh, not have the D relying uh, on winning these games so much. You know what? I would hope they would, and I think a game against Atlanta uh, is a great chance for the Bears to be able to show some consistency. We've seen Atlanta give up 39 points per game. They're going to be out a couple important players. If Dante Fowler's out, that's huge. Same with Tack McKinley. Uh, also, Ricardo Allen, who hasn't played so well thus far, but still is an important piece on that defense. There's going to be a lot of pieces that are missing and Isaiah Oliver is still going to be out there. Um, they're going to be playing an inexperienced secondary without maybe one or two of their top pass rushers. So I think the bears offense will hopefully find some consistency in this game. And I, I sure hope they'll be able to put up points because it's going to be important that they do if they want to win this one, because we've seen what the Falcons offense has been able to do. And even though, as Jalen said, it might be one of their toughest tasks yet in regards to facing a tough defense in the bears, the Bears' defense has still been a little slow too, so the Bears' offense is going to have to get off, uh, get off and start this game running, uh, and definitely not stop because we saw them take their foot off the brakes in the second half against the Giants, and that can't happen again. So, Jalen, do you think the Bears' offense will be able to show some consistency in Week Three? Well, the fan in me, I want to say yes, but like to be realistic, not really until you know we can consistently do something. Like with the run game, you know, I don't. Nagy, he done, he's done better in uh, staying to it, 
But um, I still can't trust Nagy on you know consistently running the ball. He comes from uh, uh, Andy Reid coaching tree, and Andy Reid love, loves passing the ball. Um, so until he can consistently do something, rather is run the ball or you know uh, pass it uh, well, and you know not you know like stick to something like not not I want I want I want I don't want if to. He's able to stick to his word. Is what you're trying to yeah, say. that's basically what I'm trying to say. Thank you, Christopher. But uh, you know, and, Christopher. Yes, that's your that's your <laughs> name, Christopher. But um, yes, until he can, until he can stick to his word on doing something, um, I'm gonna say no. Okay, well that'll pretty much do it for our week three fan mail Friday, guys. If you want to submit questions for future weeks, because we've been uh, we've gotten a ton of asks about how to submit questions, you can follow us on social media at Bear Down on Instagram and Twitter. Um. We always ask for questions on there. And also keep a look out on our YouTube community tab uh, on Wednesday or Thursday of game week. We, we ask for questions all the time uh, on both of those as well. But that'll pretty much do it for this one, guys. If you want more content from us, head over to our website, beardown.com. I say it all the time, but we're posting a ton of extra content on there. And finally, if you would like to find us on social media, you can find the links to me, Parth, and Jalen's fan pages down in the description. Parshaw, Jail McClinton, it's been a pleasure. It always is. It's about time to go into our pregame show yet again. Uh, Parth, uh, how do you enjoy the new microphone? Yeah, it's awesome. I just set it up like five minutes before we started recording. Uh, it's insane to have it in my dorm room. It looks dope. And I got class in 10 minutes, which I'm something that I'm not so excited for. But Hey, you'll have good audio for your Zoom call. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be talking in that class anytime soon. So it's good. <laughs> what class? It's an econ class, so... Okay. Well, Jalen, any last words? Um, I can't wait till we all get our mics. Uh, Parth mic is making me very excited to uh, all use it. Um, we want, like I said before, we want to bring bring you guys better quality and stuff like that, and make sure you enjoy our videos as you're watching or listening. So, um, other than that, bear down. Uh, we take on Atlanta in a couple days, and that's about it. Yes, that is about it. The time to talk is almost over. Uh, we've only got one more show to make for you guys before week three. We are super excited to see the Bears try and start off 3-0. Should be an exciting game this Sunday uh, for both teams. So that'll pretty much do it. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Maltby. Bears fans, do us a favor, and as always, stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.